Welcome everyone to Young Nostalgia, a podcast where us uh, youngins, two young guys, talking about all the good retro style pop culture stuff from back in the day and what we really appreciated about it. My name is Nolan, beside me is Ben, and so since this is our first uh, podcast episode, let's kind of dive right in and get to know each other. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, Nolan? Not too bad. So tell us a little about yourself. Well, I'm currently a senior at Ohio Northern University. I am studying manufacturing technology as well as technology education just finishing up my fourth year here at ohio northern what about you nolan all right i'm a senior criminal justice major here at onu as well general aspirations get a job be successful sometime in my life right (laughs) so i guess that's what we all hope for Anyway, so diving straight into Young Nostalgia, episode one, we all appreciate you guys joining us and kicking us off uh, on this hobby of ours that we'd like to get into. So today, we're going all the way back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and kind of looking at the Rat Pack, the style, the classiness, the whole I don't give a crap attitude that Ben and I have kind of latched onto and really kind of gave us this idea. So, you know, going back, what kind of got you into the Rat Pack? You know, I I don't... I can't really say it's a single point in time that really got me into the Rat Pack. It was it's just something I kind of grew into. I, I, I'm a fan of the old movies, the black and white movies, and you, you see you see actors and uh, singers here and there, and then you hear stuff on old radio stations, that sort of thing. I slowly just kind of grew into it as time grew on, and here I am now. I love it. And honestly, I can just say I can piggyback right off of you. Us being best friends for a couple of years now, um, you really kind of got me into the whole big band movement. And I've been listening to Sinatra for, you know, over a year now and kind of really going in. There's a record store here in Ada. We love to go and pick up the, um, you know, some odd odd records. I'm looking for the big band stuff. Um, I'm kind of like uh, kind of the older capital years Sinatra with their deeper voice and all that stuff. Right. Davis is fantastic with the um, humor, overall entertaining style. And then Dino is just whiskey glass in hand and cigar. So <laughs> we're diving straight into what the Rat Pack is and kind of how they got in. Yeah, I think actually I'm the one who turns you on to the Sinatra Pandora station, right? Don't was tell it? them that. I mean, come on. I found that myself, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've always been interested. I'm like, hey, you know, check this out. You're writing papers, something like that. And then ne- next thing I knew, he's record store buying old records and everything. <laughs> I think I got more than you Sinatra stuff now. You just kind of like to listen casually. I, I think that's 100% true. <laughs> anyway, so let's get into our first topic of like the Rat Pack. Um, so kind of going to the founders. Um, lining up, we got Dean Martin, Sinatra, kind of seen as one of the headman, but kind of rolling back a little bit, um, Bogart was actually one of the starter guys to actually like really be recognized in the Rat Pack. Right. Um, it was the Rat Pack. It really wasn't a known entity. I mean, the guys they they were friends and they hung out, and it wasn't really necessarily the name of a group that they had that they came up with, and it was it was more of it was more of just their overall friendship that throughout the years uh, the the term Rat Pack was coined and that's what people were calling it later on not really at the time yeah no and like talking about the name Rat Pack I mean rats are not necessarily the cutest little <laughs> things but I mean you know just the the style and the picturesque image of these guys <clears throat> But they always get into trouble beyond the film. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, there, a lot of things that people don't really understand that they these guys they weren't necessarily just 
singers and you know that sort of entertainment they were in movies that they were um there was comedy you know there was Big they time. were full spectrum entertainers and that a lot of people just don't know that and especially people we know in our age group they don't realize that and it's just it's it's just interesting the the, the changes that we've seen in throughout the years of entertaining how it you know this is really how it how it started yeah i know i mean when you think of cabaret style i mean these guys were comedians musicians everything in one especially davis when we dive a little bit more into him later on the show um we kind of talk about his start was more in comedy rather than music yeah yep so and if we if we go back we kind of got sidetracked a little bit we (laughs) talked about you know the very beginnings of the rat pack and we talked about humphrey bogart being in there and it it wasn't necessarily at that time especially you know before it became big and commonplace it was there was a, a mutual friendship and they would go places together and it was just a group of friends hanging out together and it was actually <clears throat> it was actually Lauren McCall who saw the guys this was Humphrey Bogart's wife at the, wife at this time and uh, she saw the guys getting off a plane together after a trip and she coined the term right there you guys look like a rat pack <laughs> you know just by how they carried themselves and how how they acted when they were together maybe a little bit hung over from the night before oh i'm 100 percent sure <laughs> crusty eyed like <laughs> trying to get the sun out of their eyes yeah um yep. i'm sure we've probably all been there before huh? yep cigars in hand <laughs> you know trying to trying to make it through the morning <laughs> and and just and just talking about that i mean times have definitely changed when it comes to you know, like cigars and just smoking openly and everything like that. But these guys kind of grew up in that in that era, and it really just kind of became a part of them that to be cool, to be, you know, part of this suit tie, you know, fedora hat like fedora for back then. Yeah, um, right. You had to have the cigar and the laid back style. Yeah, and and a big part of it. Yeah, it was part of the. It was part of the culture that was around it, but it was also just kind of general life as well i mean it, it's not like it's not like now you know it's in recent years especially i mean there's been such a the, all the the hardcore campaigns against the the tobacco industry and you know drinking and that sort of thing and i'm not saying it's right or wrong either way i'm just saying there's it's been there's been such a, a notable change that people don't people our age don't see and that we recognize and appreciate for how it used to be back then it was just a different time exactly and you know having davis so close to the group and, and influential on in what the rat pack was it kind of broke that race barrier that was huge that time of day oh it was absolutely huge there was there was multiple times where for example there was the clubs that wouldn't let davis into the club and you know the rest of the guys were like you know what you're not letting him in see ya well we're out you know and they either leave or they'd end up getting let in all of them and so that was that was, um, it was odd for the time. I mean, it's something odd for us, I guess. Not, I guess, odd for the time. Odd for us to look back and like, wow, yeah, that's, 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 that's really something there. I mean, this close group of friends, I mean, they're standing up for, um, standing up for what's right. Definitely. And, and influential in the way that it goes all the way to the White House. I mean, we've heard stories and my parents have told me things how the Kennedys loved Sinatra, loved his music, loved his style mm-hmm. and always wanted to invite him over. And they'd want to involve each other's friends. So, you know, Sinatra would be like, well, I'm bringing Davis. Kennedy would be like, eh, maybe not. And, you know, Sinatra knew in the back of his head that Kennedy needs Sinatra 
more than Sinatra needed Kennedy. <laughs> oh, oh yes. Oh <laughs> so, yes. So um, he was just like, you know what? No Davis, no game. You know. Yeah. So. Anyway, so while we uh, make make a little bit more of a transition, and, and since we're talking a, um, a lot about Sinatra, might as well just kind of dive straight in and and uh, give an overview of Sinatra, and we'll be going through um, the ma- the main players of the Rat Pack, Davis and Dino included. But uh, kind of start about what led up to the career, what really got him started in showbiz that led them together um, into the Rat Pack, the impact and role within just the Rat Pack, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's dive straight in. Leading up to Sinatra's career, what do you got for us? Well, he's originally he was part of a, a group called the Hoboken Four, and that was all the way back in 1935. And since then, I mean, he had a, a 60-year total career, entertaining career, which is that unheard of. Seen as one of the most prominent entertainers throughout the 20th century. Oh, like yeah. Ranking right up there with Elvis. I mean... You can't have influential music without Sinatra throughout the 20th century. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, starting back with that group, he was he was playing around. I mean, there was a little bit on the radio, um, opening for that sort of stuff, opening for other people and that sort of stuff. He was, in 1939, he ended up being here and heard over the radio, um, and brought into Harry James's big band, and that's I mean, it's really kind of that's that was his start right there. It was he signed with. Uh, after that, well, he was heard and he signed with Tommy Dorsey's band in 1939. I mean, it was the same year. It was, that was his kind of kickoff moment. And then the rest is is history. I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's how we that's how we got started. That's it's. He kind of had that. He, he was. I mean, he was a young, slick guy. Oh yeah. Um, just known for dressing sharp on the ball with everything he did. But let's take a step back and. I know when you like search Sinatra into the Google taskbar, <laughs> Google search, the first thing that comes up is a is a mugshot, right? Yep. So yep. I mean, nothing really starts you off whether like I don't care if you have a mugshot on your record. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, he was extremely young. Yeah. I mean, just look at the picture. I I I'm mean, off the top of my head. I don't know what year it was or anything like that. But just to look at him, it's very very young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can tell it's Sinatra, but man. Mm-hmm. He's probably our age, and we're 22 years old. Oh yeah, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, and it was interesting <laughs> enough. It's another thing that you don't think about. It was he was actually arrested for adultery. <laughs> later on, later on, but well, well, no, that was that that was that from oh. what I could tell. That was that mugshot was <laughs> from that arrest. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Jeez. Well, it's so funny because Sinatra really wanted to be a part of the the mafia, like organized crime industry. Mm-hmm. And through uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, which is where he grew up, organized crime was really connected to New York through there because there was a tunnel from Hoboken to just Manhattan. And that's where a lot of like the bootleg and alcohol and stuff went. Mm-hmm. And that's how he kind of was surrounded by that atmosphere. Right. And his big aspiration was to be a part of the part of the mafia. And get this, I, I, I just heard this today, um, just kind of, you know, talking with people and, and they kind of told me about this that the mafia told sinatra he's not smart enough to be a part of the mob <laughs> so so he be so he's like okay well and he, he got huge and he is bigger and well known than i know all across the country you know not just in the little area you know with the mob it's like oh okay guys i'll i'll take my expertise somewhere else exactly and then <laughs> and then like going through sinatra is, is really where this whole connection to the mob quote unquote that the rat pack has mm-hmm. i mean peter lawford um we're not going to really touch on him in this episode but he was half brothers or um with kennedy himself 
Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all that conspiracy yeah. with all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it just led to a big rolling thing. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that that's a conversation that could go on for, you know, on a huge tangent is all the, the odd connections that are between just everyone, whether it's entertainment or politics or anything like that. I mean, everyone's connected. It's just, it's odd. You oh, know, yeah. It's, it's yeah. something that we could go on for hours about. And, you know, maybe that's a subject for another time. Who knows? But. Oh, for sure. For sure. So moving right along into his impact, he pretty much has paved the way for the swing movement. I mean, come dance with me. Everything from um, his humble beginnings is was a big band come swing kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's he was one one of the the first big well known names for that. I mean, there was there was other people around at the time too, of course, um, but none that you you never hear about as much as. Frank Sinatra. I mean, it's just the name, just Sinatra, and you instantly <laughs> think, you just instantly think about all this. It's just the the impact. One of the few people that has the, the his name has the same clout now as it did back then. It's, yeah, it's carried on for years and decades. Huge following. I mean, just look at us. Never even lived through the era, and we love the music, everything from it. So yeah, yep. I mean, as, as far as lifetimes go, it's about we're about as far away as you can possibly get from that particular era <laughs> but that's what we love that's why we're yeah. here that's why we call it young nostalgia that's who we are <laughs> um yeah pretty much old blue eyes that's all you're gonna know <laughs> so moving straight up into davis um we talked a little bit about the whole controversy breaking the race barriers um so talk about davis man well davis is, is pretty interesting because he was you know the other guys are all known for you know having multiple different talents but that was davis's key feature i mean he did everything i mean it was uh singing dancing huge hugely comedic guy um he was just it's everywhere he went it was a show i mean even if (laughs) you know regardless if he was getting paid for it or not it was a show yeah yeah impersonations was a big thing of his too yeah um just just a whole bunch of like balled up fun i guess well awkward all right anyway all right let's move on (laughs) (laughs) well he's Going back to, I mean, you talked a little bit about the the racial race relations thing, um, and he was. The, it was, as far as we talked about the getting into the clubs and that sort of thing and the acceptance. But I mean, he was one of the first universally accepted African American performers in general. I mean, is the as far as being cross um, race boundaries or just across um, different people's uh preferences for entertaining i mean er, he was the the absolute first that was you know most universally liked like that yeah i totally agree and um kind of bringing that in um like his marriage with may Britt, mm-hmm. you know like that kind of yeah. just broke the whole race thing and oh yeah and um i mean you can stand on either side of what you want but nowadays we see this a lot of like interracial relationships and stuff and more power to him i mean if you're happy you're happy but back then hearing this from just a renowned entertainer was something weird yeah yeah you just didn't see it and on top of all that he converted to judaism (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying that's it's right or wrong that's that's perfectly fine but it that that didn't happen back then i I know there was uh, quite a bit of pushback from you know the black community because because it it didn't happen that is just something you didn't see and it's 
it was it was not part of the time it's definitely extremely interesting it's just just to Man. look back on it, it's like wow <laughs> you know thinking about it now i mean it's, it might have might not it wouldn't even make headlines you know it's yeah. okay yeah whatever yeah good for no you, big deal. you know but uh yeah. back then it's really something Sammy Davis Jr., just the overall funny man. So let's kind of take a couple steps back and, and talk about how Davis actually first met Sinatra. You know? Right. He uh, met Sinatra. Um, met Sinatra while he was opening opening for another show, right? Yeah. Um, Michigan Theater. Um, yep. Up in Detroit, actually. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. Um, he... It, was, it wasn't necessarily... Uh, they weren't performing together or anything like that. He just happens to happens to meet him, and then I mean, look at then he <laughs> became part of the group, you know, that was that's been known for decades after that. Exactly, and um, it was kind of interesting because I mean, this is the beginning of Sinatra's career, really, because he's still with Tommy Dorsey at this time, right, at the Detroit Michigan Theater. Yep, I and mean, that's kind of met backstage, and um, everything pretty much just kicked right off. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so um, one of the top last guys we're going to talk about is um, Dean Martin. Dino, Dino, man. Talking about, like, the essence of of cool. I mean, all these guys oh, yeah. were really awesome, but nobody could really pull off anything and still get away with it like Dino could. Oh, yeah, you know? not enough O's in smooth. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Dino kind of had, like, an interesting career of, of, of ups, ups and downs, you know, Um he actually started a lot in in the showbiz business with um, like TV shows and and movies rather than um, his supplemental music career. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit opposite of of you know the other two guys we talked about, Davis and Sinatra. Dino, um, I mean, he had his he had a variety show. There was the variety show. I mean, people have people, especially you know our friends and people we talk to, no one has any idea that. This celebrity roast. Oh yeah, that's from Dean Martin. Yeah, I know. No one knows that. <laughs> I um, was I was literally at, at Costco months back, and they had the full pack of Dean Martin roasts from the really? beginning. Yeah. Did you, did you buy them? No, because I'm, I, I'm extremely disappointed. <laughs> poor college students right here. But anyway, <laughs> just just seeing that, I was like, this is awesome, and probably something I'd like to have in my collection sometime. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's something I know about, but I I really don't have too much experience with them. I I know about them, and you know that know that that it happened, and I've caught clips here and there, but I've not really you know had it ever a chance to sit down and watch them. Yeah. Oh, um, me neither. But always <laughs> calling this nostalgia thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we love the black and white stuff, although we haven't really dived much into everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the it's the style it's the aspect of what they are that really got us why we're here yeah um, and it's it's kind of an ongoing thing as we're always always looking into it and always always trying to learn more about it and just kind of be better immersed in you know this old the 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 cool the classy old stuff doesn't matter what it is if it's music or movies or what exactly it's, it's all awesome and it's so funny because Dino just encompasses everything that we could possibly think of when it comes to to pop culture of the 50s and 60s and all that stuff um you know sometimes you kind of want to think that dino is the leader of the pack you know but really it was just kind of sinatra was the limelight um yeah yeah i mean i i don't think it was i mean it's it's not like they didn't 
have it wasn't like a club, you know, where the elected leaders or anything like that. But there was it was their personalities. It was their natural personalities that kind of they naturally fit into certain roles within the group. Exactly. And um, and that just happened to be Sinatra's personalities to be kind of the outgoing, the the leader type mm-hmm. individual in the group. Yeah. So. So we got back to Dino. Um, we talked about how the other guys, you know, kind of got started. Well, Dino's is a little bit different. Um, he started out teamed up with Jerry Lewis um, doing just improv comedy. And so, I mean, that just kind of also illustrates our point right there. He's just a different type of career beginning than the other guys. You know, yeah. They kind of started off in the singing and dancing and then moved into other things. And Dino started off in comedy and moved right to the other side. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and kind of, you know, going back into to the to the root of of the Rat Pack, um, obviously, just you know, style kind of attracts Sammy Davis, Sinatra as yeah. people. Yep. Um, but he kind of linked up with Sinatra in film with yeah. with the uh, movie Some Came Running. Yep. Um, yep. They sure did. Another thing we're we're guilty of of not seeing yet, <laughs> but but we wanted to include that um, just the, how these guys get involved. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Sammy Sammy and Sinatra meet through music, and Sinatra and Dino meet yeah. through film. Yep. So um, kind of just a broad spectrum. Of, yeah, it's of just interesting. Variety. It's not like you know these guys grew up you know next doors to each other. They were just always friends. I mean, they met they met. Uh, in their respected respective careers and their personalities were such that they just is kind of instant or they just started hanging out together and they're the rat pack now yeah i know <laughs> and then um i mean we can dive more into this probably in the future but there's been other certain packs um throughout the decades mm-hmm. um there was um the vampire pack with like johnny depp and them yeah um the brat pack from the breakfast club and mm-hmm. that kind of cult classic um and that kind of really went generationally you know yeah um and each generation there's always a you know a group of people that kind of they kind of encompass everything from that from the time and they you know it's kind of like they're the face of that time period and, yeah you know you think of them and you think of you know you breakfast club you think of the 80s mm-hmm. i mean that's the famous fist pump in the air <laughs> right <laughs> at the end um and then kind of leading me up to now um i know we're not as well versed in recent pop culture but right. i know um uh taylor swift kind of has her little pack oh, that they run yeah. around with all the time you know yep. and it's like the pack that everyone wants to be in you know mm-hmm. you know you made it it's 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 that status of just being a part of it you know i mean mm-hmm. you know taking a look at the rat pack las vegas was their playground was like oh, mount yes. olympus yeah you know they owned that and if you knew if you knew sinatra if you knew somebody you were tenfolds better than just the regular casino oh yeah going. you had an in yeah yeah you were yeah you had a, a, a if you had a direct in then i mean you were one five steps ahead of everyone else you know, on the street you know i don't even say one step you're you're, you're several yards ahead of them you know well we'd like to think you and i are kind of our own rat pack that people like to be in um but yeah. <laughs> that, that's bringing it to the most recent pop culture you can possibly think of um, <laughs> right now in this room. <laughs> so um pretty much just the the whole the whole aspect of the rat pack and the classiness the the boundary breaking work that they that they did bringing this swing era to light being one of the most influential singers 
of the entire 20th century is Sinatra Davis just being the all-around guy just funny um you know it's the total package out there yeah and then Dino is just He's cool in himself. He doesn't even need to be around anybody. He can just stand there. Oh, it just, just it be, emanates know. from him. It just it <laughs> emanates from him and soaks into everything else. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what we love about the Rat Pack is the coolness, the smooth of just who they were and the style mm-hmm. from back in the day. Um, and that's what we really latch on to. Right. And, you know, if throughout, you know, as as we continue making shows in an upcoming shows we'll have we'll have we'll be covering a range of you know years and topics and all kinds of stuff and but it's you know whether we try to or not it's always going to kind of relate back you know to the rat pack to this era just because mm-hmm. that's what that's what we like you know we there's i don't know if, how many people have seen it but there's the famous picture of frank sinatra stepping out of the helicopter He's got it's He's got his hat on. He's got a whiskey glass in hand, stepping out of a helicopter on a roof. I mean, how how much cooler does it get? I mean, that's what we look like when we come into the recording studio every time, in case you guys just want to look at that. (laughs) Um, Absolutely awesome. I'll definitely check out that picture. And, um, you know, just search these guys, kind of dive back in to the roots of of cool around Mm -hmm. this time. You can't go wrong. It's all good. Never. So um, that pretty much brings us to the end of our time. First episode kind of went by quick. Um, but you know, this is young nostalgia, just two college guys, young guys trying to go down memory lane for things that we never lived for. Yeah. But we like it. It's, it's what we love to do. And it's an interesting perspective. You know, it's, it's not a perspective from someone who was originally from back then and experienced it, whether, whether they were, you know, early adults or, you know, too young to really remember. I mean, we we haven't experienced any of it. We haven't experienced the '80s. <laughs> it's just, it's just the the ask the realm of it is yeah. just what we want to live in. Yeah. So um, that that's the, that's it for our first episode. So taking into um, our next episode, something to look forward to that we're actually really excited about. Um, we're going to be starting looking into the British invasion, everything from the Stones, Beatles, um, everything around that era, and that just kind of launched us into a new age of rock and roll. Yeah. Um, it's something that. Uh, it was huge, you know, back then, and it's also it's coming back a little bit. It's it's I don't I need to clarify the you know British invasion. It's not like <laughs> it's the same thing, but I'm talking about the overall ideas of the rock and roll and the 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 feeling. I mean, it's it kind of it died away for a little bit, and it's in recent you know years it's it's on its way back, which is really pretty cool. Yeah, we're gonna dive straight in and see just kind of um, where all that got us and, and the styles of of both and and kind of the the ties to that sex, drugs, and rock and roll that we're used to from the '60s, '70s, and '80s. So it's gonna be a good time. Anyway, thank you all so much for joining in and tuning in to Ben and I just rant about stuff that we don't even know about. <laughs> well, not necessarily, but that we wish we could live through. Um, if you have any topics for future shows, wanna wanna send us any anecdotes for your memories of these times periods or anything that you wanted to uh, talk to us about feel free to give us a shout out give us an email um, at young nostalgia 2017 that's young nostalgia 2017 at gmail.com let us know what you think and give us a little anecdote tell us about yourself and uh, also feel free to check us out at our blog young dash nostalgia that's young dash nostalgia dot blogspot dot com yep. and feel free to subscribe and review on iTunes and let us know what you think thank you so much everyone this is young nostalgia and uh, what we like to say we 
<laughs> we <laughs> off off the cuff. We gotta explain this for a second. <laughs> off the cuff, it was last night actually, day before we started taping or recording, and uh, we were just kind of messing around. And came up <laughs> the most beautiful. I don't even know what to call it. Uh, <laughs> phrase catchphrase. <laughs> kind of encompasses our our rat pack mentality here we like to say keep the bottles empty and the ashtrays full take care everyone we'll see you later <laughs>